This is the Vent Time with Connie podcast, where we discuss topics that can be controversial or uncontroversial. Topics range from family, faith, lifestyle, you name it. No topic is off limits. New episodes released every Tuesday and Friday. All right, sit back and relax. Here is your host of the show, Connie. with Connie Podcast. I'm your host, Connie. Welcome to a brand new episode. I'm really excited to be talking to you guys. I know all this while I've been bringing in guests. So I think it's been a while I actually just record by myself. I always love to do that because I love to connect with you guys. You know, you get to know more about me. I'll talk about topics that are actually very personal to me. And um, not that other topics are not personal. They are. But when I, the ones that I mostly talk about by myself is ones that I'm very, very, very uh, passionate about. I am so excited to have you guys all here. If you are new listeners, welcome. Thank you so much. Welcome to the Venta with Connie podcast family. Make sure you check out all the episodes because we have tons of episodes for you to check out. They are all interesting. They are very inspirational, educational. What else? put any good things you can insert any good adjectives here now but go check it out that's what i want to tell you make sure you go check all of them out and for the old listeners thank you so much for coming back you guys are the real mvp thank you for so much for coming back every week to listen to Ventan with connie podcast i really really appreciate you and i love you guys so much okay without wasting time let's go ahead and um um do some couple of announcements we do have a huge announcement today it's actually my first time announcing this on the podcast well guys the vent to god bible study group is hosting a end of the year celebration and uh for those that don't know what the vent to god bible study is is a bible study just for women and we do this bi-weekly on mondays at 6 30 p.m and uh, we do it via Zoom. So if you haven't joined us, make sure you join us this time, this end of the year um, celebration. It's going to be a very fun one. There's a lot of um, fun thing happening. I have a lot of things planned out for this event. It's going to be a big event by God's grace. So please come. If you haven't joined any of the Vent to God Bible Station, this time around, this one that is coming up, the end of the year celebration on December 21st at 6.30 p.m. Central Time. You do not want to miss this one. Please make sure you join. How can you join? Please make sure you send us email, ventarewithconnieayahu.com, so we can bring you in. It's going to be a fun one. You don't want to miss this blessing that you can get this end of the year, okay? It's a blessing that will help you, that will propel you for what to come the next year, okay? So make sure you join us. Send email. Hurry, hurry. Don't waste time. Send email. Send email. Ventamwithconnieayahu.com so we can bring you in. So yeah, the flyers will be going out very soon. And you should be seeing on all our social media platform now. And um, so you can get all the information about it. And the theme of this year because this is going to be our first ever end of the year celebration and we hope that it will continue it will continue every year but the theme of this year will be our wonders of god basically testimonies so please make sure you join us we want to hear your testimonies 
and uh, I want you to come join and hear other people's testimony that can touch your life, that can also um, inspire you and be a blessing in your life, okay? All right, guys, make sure you join us. All right, remember we have a website. Make sure you check out our website, ventownwithconnypodcast.com. All right, let's get right into the topic of today. So the topic of today, it will be a mini-series on the virtuous woman there will be a part one part two part three of this series so you are listening to the part one right now so that's the plan if anything changes i'll let you know but we plan it for this mini series to be three parts there should be three parts to this so this is part one there'll be a part two there'll be a part three so one of the most talked about women in the bible is a virtuous woman even Flavor Nabalia or Flavor, the African musician. If you don't know who Flavor is, Google Google him or go to YouTube, type in Flavor. He have amazing songs out there. Um, so he's a very popular, uh, well-known musician in Nigeria, all over Africa, right? He even have a song titled The Virtuous Woman. And by the way, that song is beautiful. I love that song. But he have a song about about the virtuous woman, you know, and that's to tell you this woman is an is not just an ordinary woman, she's an impeccable woman, and there's more other words to describe her that I will be using in this episode. So, have you ever asked yourself this question? Am I the virtuous woman? Do I have what it takes to become one? Are you frustrated about the virtuous woman? Well, in this episode, some of your questions will be answered. Or you might have more clarity on what it means to be a virtuous woman. Make sure you don't move an inch or skip this episode because you are about to be blown away. Keep on listening. Okay, guys, today's episode will be a part one of the mini series about the virtuous woman. Like I stated previously, um, this, ep- this series will be in three parts. So this is going to be a part one that you're listening right now. So this this inspiration of this topic, this mini-series, was from this book that I'm reading currently. The name of the book is Kayo, Secrets of the Virtuous Woman by Madred Kinsley Okonkwo. Shout out to Pastor M. I love you. Okay, so guys, um, I really love this book. I'm reading it right now. So I was like, why don't I just bring it to the podcast and share it to my fellow queens out there? Okay, whether you're single or married, you are a virtuous woman. Okay, so that's why I was like, you know, a lot of women can relate to this book and they can learn a lot, not just relate. They can learn a lot from this book. Okay, because you always hear the word virtuous woman, virtuous woman. I don't think anybody have ever sit down and actually you know, write about this woman as this book that I just read, as this, as the, this author, as Pastor Midred did in this book, Kyle, The Secrets of the Virtuous Woman. So I was like, you know what, let me bring it to this podcast and all of us will benefit from it. Why don't we learn together? How about that? That's always my, um, my goal to always um, bring what I'm learning or what I've learned to this podcast so we can all grow together as a, as a better individual. How about that? Okay, so um, this book can be purchased in Amazon, and I will make it easy for you guys. I will link the Amazon link on this episode that you're listening right now. So once you're done, make sure you check out the description of this episode so you can get a direct link to where you can purchase the book, Kayo, Secrets of the Virtuous Woman. And please let me put this disclaimer. 
this is not a paid ad or anything. This is just a me. Um, I just genuinely love this book and the author. That's why I'm revealing it on this podcast. So it's not something someone is you know pressuring me to say. I just genuinely love this book, and I genuinely want to bring it, bring content that will be a blessing to my listeners. So that's why I'm bringing it in the first place. Okay, since we got that out of the way. I'll be reviewing this book and why am I reviewing this book? Other than that, I love the book and the author, you know, um, I'm reviewing this book because I believe, um, there's been a lot of, uh, misconception around this, um, the virtuous woman. And I have been a victim of this misconception. Like I have, um, feel frustrated and, um, not like the word virtuous woman. So, and, um, now that I'm reading the book and I'm learning new things and also with the addition of the Bible too, I'm learning more new things. I feel like this book gives me even more clarity, you know, in addition to what I've read in the Bible. So that's why I'm bringing it. And I know that a lot of people can benefit from this, both single and married. So that's why I'm reviewing this book. So, um, this is how it will go. This book has, um, I think in total, how many chapters? Hold on. Three, three. I'm guessing more than 12 chapters. I'm not sure. I'm, I'll be reading three chapters in, in each episode, basically in each series, you know, part one will be three chapters. Part two will be three chapters. Part, the last one, part three will be the last three or last four chapters. So that's what I, that's how I'm going to be reviewing it. So today, part one. I will be reviewing the first three chapters of this book. So this book, actually, for those that haven't read it, this book is actually an easy read. You know, you don't have to be, oh, you are kind, you're those type of people that love to read for you to read this book. No, it's a quick read and you, you will learn a lot in that small read. So I think it's one of those those books that go straight to the point. They don't waste your time speaking all this big grammar because nobody got time for that, you know? Because you don't want to speak big grammar and confuse people and people won't learn anything from me. But this book is actually direct. It goes straight to the point. And the lessons are very, very touching. And they are very, very uh, impactful. So make sure you go check out the book. Seriously, go check it out. So that's how I'm going to be reviewing this book. And I'll be pointing out throughout this episode, I'll be pointing out the lessons or things that stood out to me the most in those three chapters I have read um, so far. So the first one I'll be um, pointing out, the first lesson that stick out to me was um, focusing on doing rather than being. Let me explain more what I mean. I think I mentioned earlier on that um, that the word, the virtuous woman before when um, I was younger, before even I start understanding what this virtuous woman what it means to be a virtuous woman and everything about it um i had this very i was very frustrated with the virtuous woman for for like i don't know why i was i didn't really like it i didn't think i could be it you know i think because of i feel like i, I didn't have what it takes maybe that's why i was frustrated I didn't want to talk much about it. I always push it aside. I was like, no, that's not me. There's no way it would be me. You know, it's other people. I always refer it back to my mothers, you know. I was like, yeah, it's going to be my mothers. Those those type age people, those older people, those are the people that are virtuous women or can be virtuous women. So that's the way I look at it. I think because of, I'm intimidated by her, if I'm going to be honest. I was intimidated by her. I was like, how can a whole person 
have all these qualities like how is that even possible so this book why i was reading this book um the author um pastor m her name is um she's also a pastor that's why i'm calling her pastor m because that's a popular name of her um her name is actually midred kinsley okonkwo so i'll be calling her pastor m throughout this episode so don't be confused when i say pastor m is actually the author that i'm talking about so pastor m she stated in the book that um um i think the problem why people are intimidated by the virtuous woman is because we are focusing on doing rather than being i think that that was very profound to me you know and that she stated also it's not about what you can do if you will be who god has called you to be you know that's just not what it's about i think sometimes in life too this can be you know in life a lot of us are very quick to focus on the doing not actually about being you know we are so busy about what can we do what can we do what can we do we not actually relax and think about what can we be and i think it has to do with your heart too you know how you are closer to god how you're drawing strength from god you know and um yeah and the book actually explained it even better she said the um the book said god does not expect you to be a superwoman he simply expects you to be to be the very best of you can be simply to be the very the best version of yourself that's basically what god expects you to be he didn't expect you to be this perfect superwoman that uh we always view the virtuous woman i think that's why most of us will feel um intimidated or feel like th- i will never there's no way i will ever reach you know her level in which is the virtuous woman so i think that's the lesson that i'm learning you know what um god does not expect us to be perfect god does not expect us to be superwoman for you to be a virtuous woman you know so that's one of the the lessons or the things that stood out to me i was like oh okay it's not even the way i was thinking about it okay so that's one thing i really loved so when i started reading it that's something that drew me to the book even more so for me to continue reading and finding out what is this virtuous woman okay so talking about that um so according to the book i know most of you guys will be wondering what is the kyle and kyle is spelled as c-h-a-y-i-l and you should see it on the description too uh, of this episode how to spell it so um i know the title of the book will be will kind of um make people to ask what does the word even mean and the kayo is also um mean virtuous woman but let me go ahead and explain it according to the book according to the book it says the word the word kayo is a hebrew word and it actually means strength might efficiency wealth army and it also means a virtuous woman because that's how you would describe a virtuous woman so that's basically what a virtuous woman is and that's what kyle means is actually also another word for virtuous woman that's what it means but that's a hebrew word and um yeah that's what it is for those that i want you what the word kyle mean or what the word virtuous woman and we're gonna go further talking about um the whole description the whole meaning of virtuous woman what god requires of us uh when he say when he wants us to be a virtuous woman okay so um the word virtue in itself is a positive force and according to the book you also say that's what it means when a woman have that positive force virtue that means that the force of her virtue will cause positive change 
That's what that means. So let that let that marinate. And another lesson going to the second lessons or second thing that stood out to me was when when the book continued talking about the virtuous woman. It says uses um the virtuous woman uses the power of prayer to unlock the favor factor upon her life. Let me read that again. The virtuous woman uses the power of prayer to unlock the favor factor upon her life. When I read it, this little f- phrase or sentence, when I read it, um, it says, um, uses the power of prayer to unlock the favor factor upon her life. A lot of people, when you hear this virtuous woman, woman, a lot of people, I think some people will start thinking, okay, why is it just only her blessing the man, blessing the man, she carried this blessing this favor that will eventually bless or you know be a favor in her in her husband's life and a lot of people will wonder what about her don't she have don't she need someone that will also transfer this um blessing that will be a favor in her life when you read this let me read it again it says a virtuous woman uses the power of prayer to unlock the favor factor upon her life so when that favor comes when you carry that favor, that means you are favor, right? So that means it will touch on every part of your life too. It's not just on the man's life, okay? So it's not just the husband that you're blessing. So don't think of it that why is it just only me? Why is nobody carry? No. Like when you carry favor, that means you are favor. Like you will be blessed as well too. So that's a, that should be a good thing. It shouldn't be a burden to you. It should be a blessing. It should be an, a, a privilege because men don't carry this. You know, men don't carry this. So it should be seen as a, uh, as a privilege, not as a burden. So that's what, I, that's what stood out to me. And another thing is in that sentence that I read, uses the power of prayer to unlock the favor upon her life. So that means for her to be this favor, because I know a lot of women will hear this, oh, oh, I carry the promise of favor, you know, oh, I, I am the good thing that my husband obtained from the Lord, you know? So all those things, it will make them feel like they're on top of the world. It made them start being boastful and have pride. No, you just, you cannot, that cannot come to flourishing if you don't unlock it first. And how can you unlock that favor? By power of prayer. By getting closer to God, having that relationship with him. Okay, so that's how you can unlock it. So that means you're not even the source. You have to get to the source, and that is God. So it's not even your own. Like, it's not by your own doing that you have this favor. The loving God gave that to you for a reason. So it's not for you to be prideful or start looking down on the males. Like, do you know who I am? I know, you know, it makes us feel a little good, you know, when we talk about it, but we need to make sure, too, that you are humble. You should accept this truth with a humbling heart, okay? That is not of, of your own doing. It's not because of you are better than the man. That's why God gave you this favor. No. And you cannot even use this favor if you don't have close relationship with God. That's how you're going to unlock that favor. So it's not even your own favor. That's the thing. So that's the way I'm looking at it. One, we knowing this truth, we should accept it to humbling heart that, oh, wow, I can't believe God chose me to be the favor carrier, to be the promise of favor, to be, the, to be that favor that will bless my husband, you know, all those things, to be that good thing that, um, that my husband find. 
that will eventually be a way of him to obtain favor from the Lord. So it should be something that will humble us, something that will make us feel grateful to even God, you know, to even want to draw closer to God, to understand how can I use this favor? Because most women misuse this. Most people, most women use this power they have wrongly and you don't want to do that because the bible say a wise woman built her home a foolish woman destroy her home so knowing this truth shouldn't be a way for you to turn against your husband or think you are better than your husband no because it's not even your own you're not even the source you are just blessed with it and that's how you're going to in turn bless others which is your husband and the people around you so that's what stood out to me that's number two uses the power of prayer to unlock the favor factor upon her life. So the number three things that stood out to me is, the book says, you are not trying to be virtuous. You are. You carry the virtue of favor. Oh my gosh. Let me continue reading. The blessing that has the ability to heal, restore, and make a man happy for the rest of his life. This actually was a very revealing um statement to me because like i stayed earlier on when i was younger or before i started drawing closer to god i always um think of virtuous woman as a very intimidating woman like i feel intimidated by her you know i feel frustrated i feel all kinds of feelings i mean sometimes i was in awe of her right but I, I always think i would never become her and i know a lot of young women even single ladies because some single ladies think it's just only married women that carry this virtue. Or this or it's only w- married women are equipped to call um, virtuous women. That's a lie. You know, this, when this statement says, you are not trying to be virtuous, you are. You carry the virtue of favor. So every lady, every queen's princesses listening to me right now, you are a virtuous woman. The problem is not about if you are or if you are not. You are. Simple. Period. Okay? So now the problem is, how can I unlock this favor? That's when you need to start drawing closer to God and seeking a relationship with him. Okay? Through Jesus Christ. So that's what it is. So you should should stop doubting yourself if I'm a virtuous woman. You know, some single women will be asking themselves questions. Maybe I'm not a virtuous woman. That's why a man haven't come for me come come to ask my hand in marriage maybe i'm a virtuous woman that's why i'm still single maybe i'm not a virtuous woman that's why you know so many things and some women that are married will be thinking this maybe i'm not a virtuous woman that's why my husband is mistreating me all kinds of um crazy things will be running in your head let me tell you say no to that crazy um thought you are a virtuous woman the problem is not if you are if you are not the problem is how can you unlock that virtue? How can you unlock that favor in your life that you're carrying? Okay? So that's how you need to start seeking how to do it and how to use it. How to use that virtue for good. Okay? Because he says that um, the blessing that has the ability to heal, restore, and make a man happy for the rest of his life. For you to be able to do these things to a man's life, that means your life will be even double. Trust me. So it should be a blessing. You should see this as a, a blessing because that's what it is. So that's one of the that's the third thing that stood out to me. The next one is um it says as a virtuous woman, you carry a king 
making virtue. And he went further saying, if you understand this, you'll be more excited about being the wife that you should be. Once you enter his life, you crown him. It is the crown that makes a man a king, or at least that announces his kingship to the world. Oh my gosh, this is just awesome. You know, when you when you are a man and you're listening to this, um, hearing that your wife or even your future wife is a crown maker, you would not want to lay your hands on your crown maker. Because guess what? If you are hurting, you are mistreating your crown maker. What happens to you? You're not going to become a king. And I think in, in First Peter, or is it Second Peter, that says that, um, I'm just paraphrasing right now, men need to learn to understand their wife so their blessings or their prayers will not be hindered. Okay? So when men learn these things, they will understand that that wife that they are married to now or their future wife, is a good thing and the favor they obtain from the Lord. So they should be able to pamper that woman and handle that woman with care. Because if you don't, your blessings will be hindered, will be blocked because you are blocking your own um, destiny. That's what it is. Self-sabotage, that's what we'll call it. So you cannot even blame the woman, now it's your fault. So when, once you're learning these things, you will know, oh, wow, okay. Wow, that's a blessing, you know? And stop feeling intimidated by your women, by your wife trying to help your life. They're trying to help you. They're not trying to hurt you, except for those that want to hurt you. That's a different case. But you learning these things should be able to give you a whole new perspective on women, especially your wife. Your wife-to-be or your, or your wife right now, okay? So that's what it is. And I know this book is talking about the women, the virtuous women. I just want to put this one out here. So I think it should be something that should excite you. And also, also as a woman, king making. I know we hear it. It should be something that should also incite us too. It should be exciting because I, I remember um, me and my husband talking about this. And uh, I was like, we are king making. He was really excited about it. He was like, wow, that's beautiful. And as a man, you should be excited too, learning about this information. And as a woman, you should be excited too. You know, we shouldn't be seeing each other as a com as a competition. Because if your husband is a king, guess what? You are a queen. And both of you are benefiting from it. There's no need of competing who is the king, who is not the king. I don't see when men are competing, I, I'm the queen. No, yeah, no, there's no need of that, okay? And for you to be a king maker, that means you are wise. That's also a good thing. That's also a, benefit, a beneficial thing. That means your life will be full of blessing, okay? Because that means you carry something worthy to even make someone a king. So I think it should be an exciting, um, it should be something that excites you, knowing that about you. Knowing that, that that's what you carry. And that's what a virtuous woman is all about. She is a king-making, she carries the king-making virtue. So that's the fourth thing that I'm learning or that stood out to me in this book. The last but not the least is the fifth um, thing that stood out to me was um, the virtuous woman is a faithful woman. Going to the book, um, the author stated that um, the kind of wife that he could be rest assured would not deceive, undermine, or cause him to need protection from. She went further, um, giving an example of her own life, saying that um, I knew he felt safe with me. She's talking about her husband now. 
because he would buy property and put it in my name and not in our name. He would buy shares and put it all in my name. Oh my gosh. When I read that, I was like, how many men, oh my God, how many, especially African men can do this. They can buy a property and put it under their wife's name. They will usually put it under their children's name. And also women do this too. Most women have been building houses. Their husband didn't even know. Or have different bank accounts they are hiding. Their husband didn't know about this. They usually put it under their um, children's name. So it goes both men and women, you know. And I think um, for her husband to be able to do this, it takes a godly man to be able to trust his wife like this. Because I think there's so many husband and wife where the wife is actually trustworthy, right? It wasn't that she was cheating or anything, but the husband just can't trust her that enough because it has to do with greed. Because his greedy pride, ego, what they call the man ego, all those things will come in place that will make him not to even do this type of thing because he will not even he got trust issue just wouldn't want to trust anybody you know he wants to have it all to himself i think that's what it is and most african men do this even for example in united states in america right where we are you know when you are buying a house it's mostly under women's name most people right except if you're a woman you're not working it's going to be only under your husband's name but mostly it's always under the women's name and most african men have issues with that they do they don't like that kind of thing they feel like you are taking up their man's rights you are emasculating them what other word they can think of they don't even like that they have issue with that talk of having let's go back to this talk of building a property and putting it under his wife's name and buying a share and putting it all under his wife's name that's most african men are very skeptical they are very and they have a lot of trust issues, they will not even do that, even though their wife is trustworthy. I know this is not about men, it's about women, but I just wanted to point that one out too. So I think it takes a godly man to actually trust his wife this way, other than if the wife is um, trustworthy or not, okay? So it takes a godly man. So when I'm reading all these qualities of a virtuous woman, you're a kingmaker, stuff like that, for all these things to also work, both the husband and the wife have to work together. So as the wife is seeking intimacy with God, the husband have to be seeking it too for all those things to even work too. So that's what I want to stay, um, you know, put out there too. So going back to the book, she said that um, a virtuous woman is a faithful woman. It's a woman that um, her husband will be rest assured, will not deceive, undermine or cause him to need any protection to need protection from okay if you're a single person you're probably thinking this oh is this just about married women i've said this before it's not about married women you can start this is something the qualities that you need to have and you need to be seeking god's um guidance on this how to unlock this favor okay so you can be working on this learning about this thing while you are single it's even better to know of these things before you get married so that when you are learning all these qualities king maker favor from the lord favor carrier um a faithful woman all those good things right so that should give you a, a clear um understanding of who you are especially whose you are so when you are dating a guy and he was like he don't want you anymore and doing all this gagra basically doing shakara or how would i say that in english um basically frustrating you or making it seems like he's doing you a favor 
by even making you his girlfriend, by even wanting to propose you, or some women will do anything just to get the ring. What? Do you know who you are? Do you know whose you are? If you know these things, that's why I want to review this book. If you know these things, this favor you carry, this virtue you carry, you won't be begging any man whatsoever to marry you, to put a ring on you, or just marrying any man so you can answer Mrs. No. That's not what it is. He's the one that you're doing a favor. It's not the other way around. Okay? So that's, that's what you need to learn about these things by drawing closer to God. So you won't be, you know, just throwing yourself to any man or just crying for no reason every night from one guy that's not even your husband, that's not even worth your tears. Okay? So once, once you know all these things, it will give you a whole meaning of who you are about what what it means to be a virtuous woman, all those things, and it will make you to kind of weed out those men that are not even worth it, that don't deserve you, okay? So that's why I believe that this also appeals to single ladies. It's not just married women, because so many married women make these mistakes and just marry any kind of man because they just want to marry. Because they think marriage is just, you just have to marry one man that wants to marry you, that say he wants to marry you or say he loves you. No, that's not what it's about. And they are all being miserable in their marriage right now. So you don't want to beat them. So you want to learn from them. And if you're a married woman too, and you didn't know about this, and you're just learning about this right now, it's still not too late. Like I say, you are a virtuous woman. It's not about if you are, if you are not. No, you are a virtuous woman. Now you have to draw closer to God to unlock that. So it's never too late. As far as you're still alive, there's still hope, there's still chance okay so you can still make a med you can still learn and draw closer to god you know and i believe with prayer and supplication to god your husband can be transformed your marriage can be transformed okay and your marriage can be renewed your heart can be renewed your husband's heart can be renewed so make sure you are tapping into your blessing make sure you're tapping into the favor that you carry so you can be a blessing on to your husband's life okay so those are the five things that stood out to me. But I want to leave you guys with these questions to actually think about, to, to ponder on. As a woman, can your husband or your future husband, for those that are not married, can your husband trust you not to lead him astray? If he's missing, can he trust you to be honest with him and yet not disrespect him? Why correcting him? Oh my God, that one is even, most women are, most of us are guilty of that, okay? It's not just about your husband trusting you and trusting all this, his wealth and his properties on you. It's not just about that too. It's also about, can you trust that you will respect him even when you are correcting him? You're not just going to drag him. Are you going to be a woman that build up her husband? Are you going to be a woman that will destroy her husband? And in the Bible, it, it, this type of woman is described as a bone as a bone cancer. I think that's how it, descri- it was described as. Hold on, let me go back and check. Yeah, it's described as a bone cancer. So are you that type of woman that will build her husband, her home? Or are you going to be those type of woman that will destroy her home? So I want to leave you with that question to think about. If you are not... As God guidance, as God's um, clarity on how to become a woman that your man can trust in. It will become a woman that can correct his man without disrespecting him. And um, vice versa too. A man, if you're a man listening, you can also um, 
ask yourself this question. And also for the single men that are listening to me, you should also benefit from this series, this mini series, because it will give you a better perspective of what you are looking for in a wife. Okay. It will give you a better perspective of what a good wife should be. Okay. So it's not just beneficial for women and for married men to also be, a, it will also benefit you, you know, some qualities your wife should, um, should, what's the word? Ascribe. Is that the word? Should, um, have lack of better word should have. So thank you guys so much for listening. And we have come to this mini series. Next time we're going to be talking more about the, the second part of this series, which is, um, the part two and make sure you come join us again. And I want to give a shout out to the author, which is pastor M. I love you so much. You have been an inspiration in my life. And, um, and I'm so thankful to God to have encountered you, the kind of, your kind of person, all the things that you're doing for the kingdom. I really do appreciate you. And guys, please remember, we do have the Vent to God Bible study, um, end of the year celebration happening on December 21st at 6.30 p.m. via Zoom. If you're interested, please make sure you send us email, venttimewithconnie.com so we can bring you in because we are so happy to have you. And please, please know this is just for women only, okay? All right, thank you guys. Make sure you subscribe to wherever you're listening right now so you can get updates whenever we drop new episodes. All right, just know this. I love you and God loves you. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the Vent Time with Connie podcast. Remember to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, or whatever platform you listen to podcasts. Please don't forget to like, rate, review, or share this podcast. Do you have any feedback or questions for Connie or any topics you'd like to discuss on the show? Connie loves communicating with our listeners. You can find her on Instagram and Facebook at Vent Time with Connie or send an email to venttimewithconnie at yahoo.com. Until next time, remain blessed.